Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thank you very much, Chris Villar. He is Greg Hargrave. The Governor Tom Milliken is here. Heather Park is here. John Jansen is here. And I am here... Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Stoney. What's going on? I, I don't know about you guys, but did not have injured piston punching and player getting arrested in a tunnel before a game on my bingo card when I left here today. Um, yesterday. I, yeah, I, I didn't either. <laughs> um, and then I got I, I was actually notified by you yeah, I know. Uh, when you sent me the, uh, the, the Twitter from, uh, from, post. From Shams of The, yeah. the Athletic. And I, I read it first. I'm like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think the beef was uh, was even active or playing. But I guess you don't have to worry about your ankle when you're punching. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's and obviously we are. And I'll, I mean, I have. I'll beat you guys. You know, to the proverbial punch. Um, it, it's I, I, I'm. I thought that we would have more control of our tunnels by now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is, do they not have more than one tunnel, or do they at least have the, um, the, the yellow ripcord that they could you know, separate everybody by that nobody would ever cross? Yeah. For those of you who don't know, and many of you don't, because a lot of people wouldn't stay up. The game started a little after 9, uh, but around an hour before the game, we got word or word broke that Isaiah Stewart uh, in an area, you know, tunnel, whatever you want to call it, you know, in the bowels of, of the stadium, the arena, uh, got into a altercation with Drew Eubanks of the Phoenix Suns, and from all indications, it was just like unprovoked. At least that's what the Suns are saying. It was unprovoked. Of course, unprovoked. Of course, they are. Yeah. Um, the Pistons just said, we're looking into it. Now, what's amazing to me is even in the bowels of an arena, there's no, like, surveillance video. They said there's no video. <laughs> that surprises you? <laughs> yeah, it actually does. There's vi- video everywhere. There is video everywhere. Um, I-, I kind of am surprised that in an NBA arena that there aren't uh, that there would be any, um, and I'll use this one. Who I apologize to any <laughs> listener. There, there, there are nooks and crannies <laughs> <laughs> that might not be completely covered, but you would think that the tunnels, yes, would be covered by security cameras. Yeah, it's just you know, Isaiah Stewart. What's he going to be remembered for? 
uh, being one of Troy Weaver's first, you know, draft choices and uh, his first draft when he got three guys. So right now, his three draft choices uh, in that draft, uh, the seventh pick, Killian Hayes, has been waived. Yep. Uh, Sadiq Bey was traded last year for James Wiseman. And Isaiah Stewart's been arrested and given a ridiculous extension. And and the two things that I remember from his career to this point are the fight with LeBron. Yes. <laughs> and now <laughs> this. Now, I'm going to wait a little bit. I'll let it play out. I wasn't going to use those <laughs> words, but thank you. What the hell? And just see what happens. See what's... I, and I, too, find it very hard to believe that whether it's cell phone or security footage, that there's not something that that provides video evidence mm-hmm. of what happened. Now, it may not provide audio because there could be things that are said or you know done uh, verbally that would instigate. I don't know if it would instigate something, a response like this, but... I mean, this is this is the, what has been reported yeah. last night, and I I was shocked last night. I'm kind of shocked this morning. I know it's like really, especially for a dude like we talked about this was and on a completely different level. But C.J. Gardner Johnson and him talking trash while he was injured. This is another guy that, and I don't know if he was talking trash, but he got into a fight. And and I think the one thing that we can all uh, agree on that that has been confirmed that he threw a punch, and he's not even playing. Yeah, he's not even participating. He was arrested. <laughs> I mean, they let him but but go. but he's not even like. Uh, is he going to get the uh, the Doug McDaniel? Uh, uh, <laughs> reprimand the 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 grounding at home oh. because he can't travel either. I, I I don't know, but yes, it could be. Yeah, you, you never you never know. I mean, it's it's just ridiculous. It's just you know, you, you got the All Star break coming up. You got a team that's obviously reeling. Uh, they played the night before, and it's like, really, you really they really need this. Come on, no, just, they they certainly don't. This is not. I mean, all all everything right now it seems to be bad press because they can't win games. And we're talking about Troy Weaver and and the the mistakes that we believe he has made and the construction of this roster, and then all of a sudden you throw this on top of it. Yeah, it's just it. They just didn't need anything like this. Nothing. I mean, it's it's so. I don't know. You know, we always you know. Oh, he's basically a glorified Jason Maxiel, if you remember him. I mean, <laughs> it's this team is it's. I don't know. I mean, like I said, it's not on my bingo card. You know, yesterday yeah. at this time when we if you're not show playing, back. what are you? Well, like, what is he doing? I know. Now, in fairness, I you know, we have to hear maybe what Eubanks said to allegedly provoke him. I don't know, but still, I mean, doing it to it. First of all, he's a, he's a journeyman, you know. Yeah. It, 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 but but here's the thing. I, I keep going back to you're going to the to the arena. You know you're not playing, so there's a different mindset when you go there. You don't have this necessarily sense of urgency. You're not really amped up. You're not you're not doing anything. You're basically on a uh, you're just on a business trip. Yeah. And and he's not even going to change out of his you know what coat his travel attire. <laughs> and all of a sudden he's throwing punches. Mm-hmm. Really. 
<clears throat> yes, to uh, add insult to injury, uh, the Pistons, as expected, lost. <laughs> Shocker. 116 to 100. And they got a break, too. I mean, Bradley Beal did not play, and Devin Booker was ejected five minutes into the game by a overzealous referee. Probably <laughs> one of the best players out of the league. And then the Pistons still were getting blown out yeah. by like 25, whatever, and they lose one. Uh, the referee said, hey, we're, we're going to um, make an example out of you because it won't really affect your team today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have to, I have to get my quote, like, like traffic cops. We have to get our quota of technicals before the All-Star break. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes. He gone. Yes. And the All-Star break begins uh, for the Pistons now. Uh, there's a few games tonight. And, uh, yes, there'll be some Pistons uh, participating in some of the festivities over the weekend. Uh, Fontecchio did lead the team with 18 points. All right. Also last night, Michigan State wins 80-17. to Malik Hall, 29 points. Jay Nakins, 21 uh, they're now eight and six in the conference. And ladies and gentlemen, are you going to get to it? The big story of the day. Here we go. The and it was kind of weird because when I left here yesterday, <laughs> Evan and I were talking. He said, "Wait, something's going on here." You have these five and a half point favorite IUPUI against IUPUI, who beat them by I think like twelve points earlier in the season. But last night at Callahan Hall. The Titans <laughs> got their first win. They got their first well win. Well done. 81 to 66. <clears throat> my fifth cousin, Jaden Stone. dropped the hammer. Yeah. My fifth cousin, Jaden Stone, the leading scorer for U of D with 26 <laughs> points. The greatest thing about this was, I don't know if you saw the video. The one, one stormed guy storms the court. The court. I did. <laughs> the court. I thought of you it was great. as soon as I did. It was great. It was awesome. It one guy walks onto the floor with his <laughs> arms <laughs> stretched wide. Dancing around. Yes, a little and, twist. And on the ESPN Plus broadcast, they said, this is for you, 24, because it's the first game uh, that they played when Earl Curitan was, yeah. you know since he's passed away. So, yeah, for our first home game. So, yeah, it's good. Look, they're not very good, obviously, but you don't want to see a team. And you know, these kids do practice hard, and you do want to see them at least win one game when well, you go through a stretch like this. Mission accomplished. Yes, indeed. And, uh, yeah, it's good. Good for hey, Mike Davis yep. and company. Now they can go after number two. <laughs> That's right. And I don't know the rules of the Horizon League. I don't know if they're in the tournament or not. I have no idea. Anyway, Oakland – who is in the tournament because they're tied for the uh, Horizon League. They won last night, uh, too, defeating uh, Purdue-Fort Wayne, 71-63. The Wings trying to win again after losing uh, to Edmonton Tuesday night. They're on road ice tonight right here on 97. Won the ticket, and they take on the Vancouver Canucks. All right, coming up on the program today, uh, we'll be talking to Tiger Ace, although he doesn't really like the term ace, I'm told. Tariq Skubal, he'll join us at uh, 8.02. We have Green Day tickets uh, at 9.02 to give away. Also, uh, we have a uh, <clears throat> special version of the Two Grand Slam coming up at 7.25. It is Stoney and Jansen. The penultimate broadcast, 97 won the ticket. Hey, when it comes to managing your finances, you need a bank that gets you and is genuinely interested in your success. That's why I bank with First Merchants Bank. Whether it's your business banking or day-to-day personal banking, First Merchants Bank is 100% interested in helping you prosper. First Merchants Bankers are attentive. They sat down with me and they asked me questions. They got to know me just a little bit so that they could work with me and build a plan 
uh, financial plan that fits my situation and yours, everyone's, is going to be different. When you make the switch to First Merchants Bank, you're also going to get access to their highly rated mobile banking app with innovative personal finance tools. Plus, they're deeply connected to the community's needs because it's their community as well, and they volunteer and donate to local causes on a regular basis to ensure that we all prosper together. This is the difference of 100% interest in you. For a better banking experience, visit firstmerchants.com. That's firstmerchants.com, First Merchants Bank, helping you prosper. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is time for news, and uh, it was supposed to be a wonderful day in Kansas City. It was for most of it, and then all hell broke loose. Yes, like you said, joy and excitement. Turned a tragedy on Wednesday when gunfire erupted. This was at the end of the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. One person was killed. 21 others were shot, including at least eight children. Three people have been taken into custody for questioning and firearms were recovered. Authorities, of course, are still working to determine a motive, but they do not believe the motive was terrorism. Now, this person who was killed was identified as a local Kansas City radio station DJ, Lisa Lopez-Galvin. And it sounds like she was just not only a radio DJ, but a devoted mother. She was there with her husband and her adult son, who was also shot as well. Now, no one in the Chiefs organization was among the victims, but of course, the team certainly felt the impact. The players reactions were were swift were were very quick in fact some of them several players were actually consoling people they were there to try to calm down a group of terrified children that was there andy reed also did some of that as well trying to console everyone if you go online uh, all the players have have posted that they've they're heartbroken that they are praying for the victims as well as the city now when it comes to the suspects we of course don't know any information on them quite yet but several heroic Chiefs fans pounced on at least one of the gunmen. And there's video that's circulating online that you can see this happening. They tackle him to the ground while um, terrified fans continue to run to safety. While fans held this suspect down, officers showed up within seconds. It sounds like that was one of the suspects, of course, we're still, this is still unfolding. We don't yes. have all of the, the details yet. Um, but we do have some sound of that particular incident of when these fans tackled the suspect to the ground. Now, I don't know about you, but this is, I haven't turned on a regular news station in quite a while. I watch all my shows. I stream them all. I don't ever mm-hmm. have the regular TV on. I watched news all night last night it was on waiting for updates yeah and just 
you know, and there, of course, because so many people were at this parade, everyone had it on, on video, right? Yeah, I, w- I was watching a little, when I heard about it, uh, I put on uh, Fox News Channel mm-hmm. and I put on CNN. Yes, I do watch Fox News Channel. <laughs> Uh, when, when they actually do real news. Um, so they they were, you know, interviewing, and, they, and then mm-hmm. there was, you know, the video, and I showed it, and my wife saw stuff from the phone where somebody was doing CPR, oh. and there was a, that, that bloody pool. There was a pool it, yes. of blood. It was it just, was, yeah. And you never saw the victim. I know exactly the video because I watched the same one, yeah. and I had tears welling up in my eyes when I watched it. When you see somebody performing life-saving efforts mm-hmm. on another person, and you can see... The blood on the ground, the chaos yeah. behind them. It's 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 very chilling, and it was tough to watch. But I had it on all last night, and it's it's heartbreaking that something that should be so joyous mm-hmm. turned to such tragedy in an instant. Yeah, I mean, and the, the just the horror. Obviously, those that were shot, those that were performing those life saving uh, measures, those that were just there and heard everything, even if they didn't see anything. The horror that they're dealing with in that moment and now is it's incomprehensible to us. And then you hear about those reunification centers for all the children that oh, were there yes. that got separated from, from their, their parents. parents. Oh my God. Can you imagine that? Oh, no. Everyone here is a parent and to hear that also at least eight children were, were shot in this as well. But I, when you hear about those centers that they were setting yeah. up because everybody was running, but also some of the videos I saw, I don't think people actually knew what was going on, no, they didn't. that it sounded like fireworks Correct. or it sounded like maybe some part of the celebration. Cause some of the videos I saw people were actually very calm, just walking, yeah. you know, when you could hear the gunshots in the background and they were very rapid fire. So I don't, I don't know if multiple people were shooting at the same time. It's just going to be, going on. it's going to be interesting, obviously to hear if there was a motive, it was targeted, right. how old the, uh, the suspects are that type of thing. It's because it's you have to understand. Wonder why, why? Yeah, that's. I mean, until we find out who. Well, we're going to wonder why in any mass shooting. Yeah. Well, um, some you kind of know. Some pipe, some people have mental problems. Some. Well, I think I'll, everyone that well, opens fire th- in a would, crowd has, a, has mental a mental illness. illness. You, would, you would think yes, but I mean, there's sometimes things are targeted, and I, I, like I don't a know specific this, person yes, or a specific specific group yeah so to speak yeah. that's, that's well, what today will be talking point thursday and then tomorrow by saturday everybody will forget about it and then it'll happen again and then we'll say the same stuff yeah i know i mean so and I'm, okay we, it's reality yeah and we can't they, label this terrorism they didn't cause terror yesterday i mean it's I just saw, the way it it's like all positioned and stuff well that's it's, that's it's, semantics it's, as right. far as yeah. well, uh, if, i know if, if you're i mean if right now uh, words or, or how you want to label it, I think is irrelevant. Is irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, apparently some people think it's relevant though, because they don't want to call it what it is. Okay. I mean, they could call it whatever they want. Again, I don't care. Um, but it was those that were there were terrified. Yeah. Those of us watching, we, we, not even there were terrified because right. we've all been in public spaces before. We're all going to be in public spaces again. And it terrifies you to think that somebody could do something like this. And right. we've seen people we, we've seen people do this with vans at parades. We hear about this, you know, in, in it's so many different ways that you just you, uh, you're trying to figure out how to account for for all of it mm-hmm. to just even keep your own family safe when you're in those environments. 
Look, you know it's gonna. I mean, it's gonna end up being once again a gun debate. Now I'm not gonna have it on the, on on this show. But the, the fact of the matter is, if you're gonna talk about semantics, I think they say what anything over four is considered a mass shooting. Correct? Yeah. Something like that. So, I believe I was when I was watching last night or yesterday. They said there have been 47 so far. This mass shootings this year. This year. And I and we have 44 days. I mean, we I, have I had 44 it. calendar days so far. I, it's unfortunately not shocking to me. I, no. You say that th- you say that, and I'm not surprised. No, no it doesn't. It almost desensitized to that number. You just because it continues to happen. I don't. I, you know, you don't want to be afraid, and you know, go places because of idiots. You need to be socially aware. Yeah. I mean, I typically try to be aware, but if somebody's going to pull out a gun or something and start shooting at me, I don't. Yeah, I can look around and watch people all around me and and try to be aware. But if that happens, what do you do? I mean, I like I always bring up the the auto shows because that is one place I worked that had a ton of people all in one spot inside of a building. I always made sure I knew where the closest exit exit was, how I would get out of there as quickly Mm -hmm. as possible. But I don't know what I mean. The display that I worked at had an upstairs level for me to get down to the main floor and then out the door, it would have been nearly impossible yeah. to do it that quickly. And, 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 and watching the, uh, the interviews with the uh, police chief, yes. uh, she and, and, and the mayor, I mean, the mayor, like people were like trying to, you know, pin him down on stuff. He goes, he goes, I was there with my family. You know, right. my mother was there. I mean, they were, it was, it affects everybody. It wasn't, I mean, it's, it's just disgusting. Well, I mean, maybe asking a question: How secure was this whole thing? Oh, they had so and, many. Yeah, it was unbelievable how many police. They talked about how many responders, or not a not how many security people. They had like eight hundred cops. Yes. They had people all over. I mean, yeah. it was there. Okay, there was there. I mean, my question: That's not answering. You can have ten million cops. How secure was it? Well, it was to outside get in, venue. To though, get into right? a like, where's I mean, the perimeter? Of this, and and I think those are things that need to be considered going forward with events like this, because I would view this as a soft target. Well, I don't. I mean, do they have like you don't have fences at the right? How where would you? You can't set up a perimeter and then check everybody that comes in. It would be it's it's, downright impossible, especially for this because it started with a parade, which was in a different part of town, and ended with the ceremony, you know, by the Union Station there. Yeah. So I don't know. You have, you know, hundreds of, of cops and fire people that, that are there, yeah. you know. When you have a venue like the LCA, Ford Field, the big house, like there is a perimeter. Yes. And to get into it, one, you need a ticket, but you also go through security checkpoints to get to the inside. The inside, but there's also, there are added precautions, at least a little bit outside of some of these venues. Oh, sure, there's added precautions, and, and there are things that... Like you said, the van thing. Well, there's barriers that are, there, that are put up there, by some places. Yeah, but there, again, you can't put them up everywhere for an event like this where there's a parade. I mean, think about the, the Thanksgiving Day parade down in Detroit. And I know, John, but what I'm not saying that you could secure something completely like this. My thing is, is though just to rethink it going forward, are there things that we can do better? There are things that you can learn out of this. I will say, you can't drive down, what is that brusher, Montcalm or whatever right. anymore. I forget. You used to be able to, to get into the Tiger garages. They obviously changed this for a reason. I would argue that it was security 
so that you can't drive close to the stadium. It would make it harder for somebody in a van to crash into Comerica Park Mm -hmm. or Ford Field. That's kind of what I'm saying. And it's impossible to secure something to the extent that you would need to because a a parade. Right. I remember going to the last one when the wings won. It is such a soft opening gathering. It's almost. Very vulnerable. I know. Well, the, you know, fire, look, they have the fireworks every year downtown. I mean, people don't need tickets to go in and things like that. So either you, either you cancel all events or you just have you, to. You, you cannot know, be, cancel I know, all events. I agree. You need to live your life and still enjoy moments. Right. All right. Our telephone number is 248-539-9797. If you want to chime in on that, that's fine. Now, coming up next, uh, the Detroit Tigers. First workouts today. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh do you expect them to be players this year? 97 won the ticket. 73-41 at that point. 116-100, the final Phoenix over the Pistons and the Phoenix. The Phoenix. <laughs> the Phoenix. The Phoenix. The Pistons. <laughs> right to the penultimate. We always yes. are getting yeah. something really good. Well, from Michael played, Stevens. They played like that uh, as they head into the All-Star break <laughs> with a robust 8 and 46 record. Uh Michigan State, they beat Penn State 80 to 72. Phoenix were robust. Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah, a bunch of Richards. <laughs> That's right. They were they were rising. Phoenix rising. Uh and you Michael U, Phoenix. You have you have D. Uh wins their first game of the year 81-66 over IUPUI. And, uh, Careful o- with that one. I know. Yes. And, o- and Oakland over <laughs> Purdue 4 Wings, 71-63. Wings Canucks tonight right here on 97-1, the ticket. Uh, Tarek Skubal will join us coming up at 8.02 from Lakeland. Uh, with, you know, the Lions season is over. Uh, Wings battling for a playoff spot. <clears throat> We've already talked about uh, the Pistons. Um, the Tigers are next. And because of the division, there are some people that believe they have a legitimate chance to win the division. Uh, I am among them. I'm not so sure. I haven't even thought about it yet to make a prediction. Not that those things make a difference or not, but they they should be right there. Sure. I still think Minnesota is the best team in the division, but, you know, the Tigers will be there competing. Uh, do you expect them to be relevant? And because they're in such a crap division – does that entice you to follow closer or to sit there and say, oh, we can make the playoffs, we can make the playoffs because our division blows? Or you sit there and say, well, look, the team's not ready yet, even though, even though we might make the playoffs, you know, what's realistic? Um, I think they certainly <laughs> can win the division. I'm not picking them as the favorite. The Minnesota Twins, obviously, as you mentioned, would be the favorite. There are other teams like Cleveland Guardians. They're kind of one of those where – you know, they could step up. And the, the, the sleeping giant to me, and the one that always worries me, is Chicago. I know. Like, I don't understand how they've been so bad well, with, they, with their roster. And then they pretty much have given up, it seems, already for this year, it, what yeah. they did in the offseason. And, and so, I mean, are they going with the, uh, you know, reverse psychology? Like, we've, we've put all these assets in and we haven't won, so let's just go ahead and give up before, and maybe we'll actually have a good team. I, I don't know, but they, they seem to be that sleeping giant. And so I look at it and you say, well, is are the Tigers going to be rele- relevant enough for me to be interested? And, and I think they, 
most people should, would say yes, mm-hmm. at least for a while. And when yes. I asked Spencer Torkelson yesterday, You're right. um, you know, hey, April has been a tough month. Yes. And even the beginning of May. And then all of a sudden it feels like they get things figured out. Well, you got to be able to start faster to be able to be in it whether it's at the All-Star break or in you know August or September and, and finally have that chance to be playing in the postseason. But the thing that I think I'm most interested in seeing, and is it the beginning of a nice stretch here? And, I, and all I want to use, I just want to use kind of tempered terms. I don't want to say... A you know a, a window that's opening like we're talking about with the Detroit Lions, but is there is there a nice stretch that could be opening for the Detroit Tigers because of guys like Spencer Torkelson? He's going to be at first. I think most of us believe Colt Keith. He'll be at second. Um, you know Riley Green in the outfield. Parker Meadows in the outfield. Uh, you know, you've got Kerry Carpenter, you know, is, is Justin Henry Malloy going to be the DH? Will we see him a little bit like in, in the five or six pitchers that they have? There is some reason to look at it and go, I could be a little bit excited. Yes. And, and it's, it's more about the young talent right. being developed. Exactly. It's not even about winning the division. You can sit there and say, that okay, might be a byproduct, right? We see what's here. If most of it does what we hope it does like it did with the Lions, what it hasn't done so far with the Pistons. Uh, Yeah, there's definitely optimism. Uh, I thought it was rather interesting yesterday, and uh, uh, Will Birchfield wrote about it, I believe, in our our online stuff yesterday, 971theticket.com. Check it out. Scott Harris spoke yesterday, Mm -hmm. and he was asked about the fact of the, the bats, you know, that they need another bat. Yeah, they didn't go out and and really provide much help offensively. Right, especially at third base. Uh, You know, because it looks like what they're going to do is, you know, platoon, you know, Veerling with McKinstry and maybe Abanez. I don't know. Look, it's it's still early. But, like, there's, like, Matt Chapman's still out there. And, you know, he was asked about that, and he said, you you know, we considered acquiring another proven bat, uh, but, quote, we considered a lot of different things. We added Mark Connop because we felt like he was a nice blend. He could strengthen the lineup, but also be the mentor against right-handed and left-handed pitching for our young hitters. We have either a young hitter in the big leagues or pretty close to the big leagues at almost every position right now, and we got to commit to those guys. If you look around the diamond, there aren't a ton of at-bats available for another everyday-type bat. We felt like there was room for one in Mark Kana, and then the rest of the additions would be supplementary to the everyday lineup. So what he's basically saying is, in a perfect world, uh, Colt Keith's going to start at second. Yeah. And by the time of, let's say, the All-Star break, um, their first-round pick from two years ago, Young's going to come up and play third base. Jace Young. Yeah. Well, and 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 if that's the case, and, and this year you're going to have – I'm going to go back to our, our conversation with Spencer Torkelson yesterday. We watched him grow up as a major league ball player over the last couple of years. Are we going to go through the same pains and growing you know, pains with Colt Keith, with Young, with all of these guys that, yeah, I understand wanting to not block at bats mm-hmm. because you are, this is the first year without uh, Miguel Cabrera. Right. And, and hey, thank you. 
but it's also nice to be able to move yes, on because he's no longer going to be taking up at bats, whether it's at the DH or first base. So now you're going to have all of these other players, young players developing, and there's going to be games and stretches where you're like, wow, this could be really cool. And there's going to be other stretches. They might be long stretches where you're like, I don't know about this. I'm looking at Chapman, who's played for Toronto the last two years. He started his career, you know, in Oakland. I mean, last year he had a, a, down, a relatively down year, but he only played 140 games. But he still hit 17 homers, 27 bombs the last two seasons before that. And like I said, he's 30 years old, so obviously he probably does not want – he wants more than a one-year deal. So basically Scott Harris and the, uh, the Tigers' brain trust are saying, you know what? We're not going to give anybody a long-term deal uh, right now because we believe in Jace Young. I mean, plus the other thing about Chapman is he's won four gold gloves. Uh, To me, I don't know why you wouldn't make that move. Well, and and again, it's about bringing in some experience. Like, what type of experience do they have now? Veteran experience. Somebody to provide some leadership in the clubhouse over 162 games. Well, that's Kana, and that's okay, one. That's one. And Veerling was with the Phillies when they went to the World Series. He was with the Tigers last year, obviously. Yeah. That's about it. And, and so are you sitting there going, all right, well, we've got, two, we've got a veteran presence with these two guys. Mm-hmm. Is that enough to, to help? Because, I mean, nobody's – right now you can't say Javi Baez because he's struggled so much – Right over the his time here in Detroit, he is a veteran though. He is a but, and, but that's so right. you got to bring up the the guys with a veteran presence. But how do you how do you continue to lead such a young roster without adding some veteran bats, some veteran offense? So when you have some of those slumps, you get somebody you can lean on. Right, and he knows there's going to be slumps because he alluded to. It. He says that's yeah. why we're you know we're counting on our pitching while our bats. If it takes long for them to wake up, they're relying yep. on their pitching. Uh, I think just quickly, remember, be a long-term com- contender, not you know because you're in a right. crap division, That's, screw up the future for this right. year, you know. And so I, I do think the this question could be answered by them differently. Forty days from now, if they don't like what they see coming out of spring at third base, but they like their team and they think they can contend, then. Maybe, maybe, maybe Chapman's yeah. still there. Maybe Chapman takes a one-year deal. Right. That, you know, the other thing is a trade deadline. If you're competing, they just they kind of want to let it play out. <laughs> Our telephone number is 248-539-9797. 248-539-9797 is the telephone number. We've got the two grand slam coming up at uh, 725. Tarek Scuba will join us at 802. Talk a little Tiger baseball as they are in Lakeland. Uh, we're discussing the fact that, uh, the Tiger, when Scott Harris said yesterday, you know, you know, they got one new bat and that's, uh, Mark on nothing else. And I'm trying to figure out why they're not even going after Chapman right now. It's still, you know, there's still plenty of time left. He is 30 years old. He's not an old guy, but you know, if he wants a five or six year deal, I get it. Cause the Tigers believe that, uh, Jace Young, who really started mashing the ball <laughs> in his, First year in the minors, basically yeah. in Double A, they believe he'll probably be up either next year or maybe even the second part of uh, this year. And you got Colt Keith at, at second, you know Green and, and Torkelson. You got guys who can hit. 
uh, but it's going to take a while. And my point is, third base is the only position where you don't have, you know, pretty much down pat going in to the season. And the guy's a, th- a four-time Gold Glover as well. So I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe Chapman doesn't want to come here. I have no idea. Uh, but he, it seems he would fit unless there's a money issue there. All right, we have some ticket text. Stoney and John, I think the Tigers also should look at Trevor Bauer. Sign him to a one-year uh, prove-it deal and heavy with incentives. All the allegations against him were found out to be fake. I would not, you know, actually disagree with that. <clears throat> However, you know, he hasn't pitched in the majors in it would be two years. He missed two seasons. Uh, he is over 30. Uh, he's not great, but he's definitely he's good. He yeah. was good. And uh, can, he fi- can, can he be uh, even close to where he was when he was with the Dodgers? Because you watch, and I've seen some of the games that he's thrown. Uh, was it in, in Japan? Mm-hmm. Um, it look great. Yeah. I mean, so uh, who knows? If, 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 you know, it gets to the point where they need another pitcher, then you'd give it some thought. But, you know, look. I mean, it'd be I a cap, camp invite. What's yeah, the harm? Yeah, I agree. That's yeah. it's yeah, obviously. I heard Rieger and Wojo talk about him a little bit last night, and they, you know, Rieger think he's being blackballed. I kind of agree with that. Sure, I know he was innocent. There are still details out there mm-hmm. about what went down, mm-hmm. even though he didn't. You it, know, it wasn't he wasn't anything, guilty. Yeah. But man, it's I I understand a team's perspective, right? In the I mean, environment if- we're in. Well, the environment we're in, and if if you don't believe he's going to, we always talk about there's a price that you pay, and if you're not willing to pay the price because the return isn't going to be good enough, superstars, you're willing to put up with a lot more. I mean, he's and got, he is he a superstar? Are you willing to put up with him being a freak? No, he's not. A, he's not a superstar. That's number one. Number two, he does have a really good personality. I remember Rieger interviewed him once last a uh, few years ago when he was playing for either the Reds. Or or the, or the Indians at the time, uh, but I'm not sure what kind. Of, I'm not sure he's exactly beloved by his teammates. It had nothing to do with all the allegations either. Right. Um, if that's how it plays out, I'll be okay with the Tigers, but not signing Bellinger is killing me. Spend some money. It is kind of alarming that he's still unsigned. And uh, their, their payroll is actually less than it was last year. Mm-hmm. Hey, Stoney, hearing rumors that Miggy reported earlier the best shape of his life. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, no, that, that, that's not supposed to come until Monday, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, well, Javi's early. That's with, his. With, Trevor in Rochester says, with Chapman, outside of the one season, he hit 278. Not that impressive. He's a career 235 hitter. And on top of that, he only hit more than 30 home runs once in his career. Um, and averages about 140 strikeouts a season, which is about top 50 in the league for most per season. Even with a Gold Glove, is he really worth it? No. Yeah. That, this is this classic impatient fan, and I think impatient uh, some sports talk hosts. Yeah, I think I, for, know, I, for one year yeah. for a one year deal, I'd be. I, I, I he's not going to do a one year. He I know. shouldn't do a one year deal. No, I'm not going mean, to. If if you believe in Jace Young, you don't do that. It's it's that simple. You it's know. not even that. It's the player. Yeah. I mean, I, to that text right there, I, I would think that they're also seeing it the way I am, that he's not taking a one-year deal. Now, if this is a different – if this is still in play and he's not signed on March 20th, okay. Then I, I get it. And he may take a one-year deal at that point. You know? this is a, the, He's playing a chess match right now. He does strike out a lot. I mean, yeah. 21, you he know, struck out 200 times. Good, he's not a great player. No. So why he, would you give him a, a – you know, a three-year deal and spend yeah. your money then. It's not – don't 
it's a classic. Because you have money, doesn't mean you should spend it. Eventually, they better spend. Yes. But uh, now's not the time. So let me ask you this. 248-539-9797. What tiger are you following closely this spring? It's, this is a tough question to answer because there's a lot of guys that you could have your eye on. And is it is it Spencer Torkelson? Because you want to see, it. does he pick up where he left off? Is he going to be a 40-home run guy? Mm-hmm. Um, the one that I'm... I'm in between two. Can I say two? Can you I go? Can, can I go, Stony? You can, can do I, whatever. Can I do Stoney as long as John, Stoney's John, here. John, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> All right, they're not going to arrest you. Pick one. Obviously, Colt Keith. Okay. Want to see him? And is is he going to be? Is he going to be good? Is he going to be big league ready? You know, or are they just? Are they? Gonna, is he going to be on the roster because they gave him this contract? There's just a lot of things that I want to see from him. And then the other one will be Parker Meadows. We were, I was so intrigued with his speed, with how he entered the big leagues last year. Now, was it real? You know, what did he do this offseason to adjust to how big league pictures will adjust to him? He had a couple of really good moments. His his fielding was great. Uh, He ended up in 145 plate appearances, uh, batting 232. Uh, with an OPS of 699, three homers, 13 RBIs. So you have to see if he can hit. If he's going to be your starting center, center fielder, fielder yeah. he better be able to hit the ball. Yeah. And, yes, that was going to be mine. The other one is kind of interesting because I think under the radar, he had a pretty good season last year, and he seems to be getting better, and that's that's Jake Rogers. Yeah. I mean, say what you want, and we have, obviously, about the you know the return – for the, in the Verlander trade, but Jake Rogers is turning into a pretty good catcher. I mean, he's still just what twenty. He'll be uh, twenty nine in in April, and he, look, I'm believe me, I'm not saying he's a, he's a, he's an all star by, no. by any means, but but you got to have everyday guys that are just solid. Yeah, I mean, he did hit twenty one home runs last year. Now he only hit last year two twenty one, and he struck out one hundred eighteen times. So, but it's still an improvement. He gives you some power. And his 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 fielding went way was way better last yes, year. Yes, much improved. Yeah, so I mean, I'd like to see if that you know twenty home run deal was, was no fluke. Right? Can can he be a little bit more? Are we going to get more from Spencer Torkelson? What are we going to get with Riley Green? Is he going to be able to stay healthy? Um, you know, to opening day, let alone for one hundred and sixty-two. Yeah, and who's uh, who's going to be some of the uh, you know. The reserves, you know, you sit there, well, 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 like, is Badu going to make the team? You know, people like that. Uh, the bullpen, you know, the bullpen was pretty good for most of the season last year. I mean, I, I always, you know, how how's AJ going to set the bullpen? And appear, you would think, you know, Foley would probably be the closer, right? And, and Lang would be the setup guy, but they got Chafin back, who's, who's, who's pretty good. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. This, this team should be. Fun to watch. Yeah. Um, and you talk about the pitching. I think the pitching will be interesting because, you know, uh, hopefully Casey Mize back from from his surgery. Uh, we'll obviously going to talk to Tarek Skubal. Mm-hmm. Is is he going to be the opening day starter, which most of us, I think, probably believe he will be, but yes. you never know. Um, and then you've got Maeda, Flaherty, Manning, Reese Olsen is a guy that yes. I'm really excited about. And, and not that I think he's going to, you know, be the ace of this staff, but I think he could be another guy that adds to the depth of it. Yep. 
All right, we're going to take your phone calls, and we'll hear from uh, Kansas City Chiefs, mic'd up some of it from the Super Bowl. Pretty interesting. And Chris Jones at the parade before all the tragedy. 97 won the ticket. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.